Hi, I'm Mark Tross. This is Greatest of All, Gifts from God, Part 1. Gifts from God are bringing revival to all nations and peoples. Thus says God, the Lord, He who created the heavens and stretched them forth, He who spread abroad the earth and that which comes out of it, He who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I, the Lord, have called you, the Messiah, for a righteous purpose and in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and have kept you. I have given you for a covenant to the people, Israel, for a light to the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, and those who sit in darkness from the prison. Matthew chapter 12, verses 18 to 21, Isaiah chapter 42, verses 5 to 7. Behold, I have appointed him, the Messiah, or David as representing him, for a witness, one who shall testify of salvation to the nations, a prince and commander to the peoples. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 4. God is spirit, and all who worship him must do so in spirit and truth. Jesus said, My word is spirit and life. When standing before Pilate, Jesus was asked, what is truth? Although he did not respond at that time because he was led as a sheep to the slaughter, his silence was deafening and shouts down through the ages, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. The gifts from God, which are many and have shaken literally and divided the church because of man-made doctrines, rules, and regulations, but as we seek the Holy Spirit's guidance, rightfully divide the word of truth and allow him to have his way with us. Jesus Christ, the Savior, God's most spiritual and precious gift to all of mankind on the face of planet Earth, will bring unity, edification, faith, hope, and above all, love to his body, so that we can take the love of God and the good news of Jesus to all nations and peoples. Let us move on now in the most excellent of ways, prayerfully, with an open mind, heart, and soul, walking softly and humbly before our God as he teaches us in Jesus' name. Now, about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments of supernatural energy. Brethren, I do not want you to be misinformed. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. It's funny how numbers take their place in biblical studies. Seven for per 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 perfection, completeness, fullness, wholeness. Ten for power, as in multiplication, times X. Did you know the Holy of Holies was a perfect cube measuring ten by ten? Then there are the twelve tribes of Israel, the twelve apostles. And for your reading pleasure in the Word of God, Romans 12 and 1 Corinthians 12 for a wonderful study in the gifts of the Holy Spirit that should be present and active in the life of all believers. We are commanded to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and the scriptures are clear that if we ask of the Father His Spirit, then we receive. Christ in you is the hope of glory. He who has the Son has life. As a believer in Jesus, as your Lord and Savior, you are filled and anointed with the same Holy Spirit that descended like a dove upon him when he walked upon the face of this earth. Therefore, you have the same gifts from God, and more importantly, the gift of God, 
Jesus, who is the resurrection and the life, living, moving, and having his being in you by the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. God wants to establish his justice upon the earth and wants us to hopefully wait for, expect his direction and law, love God, your neighbor as yourself, and one another as Jesus loves you. Romans chapter 8, verses 22 to 25. Jesus is Lord. His name is above all. His glory shall be over all the earth, and he inhabits the praises of his people. He who created the heavens and the earth has breathed the breath of life, his Holy Spirit, into our soul, called us unto himself, taken us by the hand, kept us, entered into a covenant relationship of love, made us a light to the nations, opened our eyes to open up others, set us free so that we could set the captives free indeed brought us out of darkness into his glorious light, given us his life so that we could have eternal, everlasting life, given us his word as a lamp to guide us in his name so that we could overcome the world. Listen, incline your ear, submit and consent to the divine will, and come to God. Hear, and your soul shall revive, and he will make an everlasting covenant or league with you even the sure mercies, kindness, goodwill, and compassion promised to David. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 8 to 16, Acts chapter 13, verse 34, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Want revival? All God's promises are yes and amen in Jesus, and his call and gifts are irrevocable. There is a whole world out there that many of us do not know of, but God says, Nations that you did not know shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. You have been appointed by God, an ambassador for Christ, representing him for a witness to the nations to testify that salvation can be found in no other name but Jesus. We are called to be witnesses of the resurrection power of God. So take your place as a royal priesthood and holy nation, kings and priests, because God has given us everything we need to live our life unto him in Jesus' name. Take all the gifts and talents he has bestowed upon you and use them for his purposes so that all glory, honor, and praise can go to he alone who is worthy. Seek, inquire for, and require the Lord while he may be found, claiming him for necessity and by right. Call upon him while he is near. Isaiah 55, verse 6. Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 16. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten, unique Son, so that whoever believes in, trusts, clings to, relies on him, shall not perish, come to destruction, be lost, but have eternal, everlasting life. John chapter 3, verse 16. Jesus answered her, If you had only known and recognized God's gift and who this is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, 
you would have asked him instead, and he would have given you living water. John chapter 4, verse 10. Jesus then said to them, I assure you, I most solemnly tell you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven. What Moses gave you was not the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true heavenly bread. For the bread of God is he who come down out of heaven and gives life to the world. John chapter 6, verses 32 and 33. What God did for love. What have you given up in order to be called a Christian? Gifts are shopped for, bought, wrapped, given and received every day around the globe. But there is none greater than the gift of life and love for they who are one and as believers in Jesus as Lord and Savior, we are one together in Him. You are a prize. I know you've probably been called that before, but ever by God, He loves you, treasures you, and adores you so much that He even sent Jesus to die on the cross in our stead so that we could be forgiven and restored to a right relationship with Him. Not only was Jesus unique, one of a kind, but you are unique in God's eyes too, by the cleansing power of his blood. He sought you out, redeemed you and bought you, wrapped you in his righteousness, holds you in the palms of his hands, carries you in his everlasting arms, giving you his holy and precious word, will, way, the name above all, joy, peace, eternal life, and the love of God to rule and reign in your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. He loves you. Though the mountains fade and snowmen sleep in the sea, and he really only wants you to love him and each other as yourself. You shall not perish, and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has overcome the world, and everyone who believes, trusts, clings to, and relies on him shall not be lost, because those who seek shall find eternal, everlasting life in his name. Are you planning or actually living forever? I am. Jesus, the great I am, was given to us as a gift from God that we might find salvation, be made safe and sound through him. He did not come to judge, reject, condemn, or pass sentence on us. So if you are thinking and feeling that you are in direct violation of God's word to you today, apart from him we are condemned already. But in him we are cleansed of all sin and unrighteousness, pure, holy, and blameless, because he paid the price. Do you know and recognize God's gift to you? John the Beloved wrote his gospel so that we would come to know Jesus and the power of his resurrection in and through our life. I do not write these things to you for the fun of it or take commentaries of others, read them and rewrite them in my own words. But I pass on to you what God has taught me in his word and pray that his Holy Spirit will speak to where you are at in him. What is he saying to you today? Are you thirsty? Drink. Have questions? Ask. Jesus is the fountain of life itself. He is the answer for the world today. He is the giver of life, so receive all that he has to give, the abundant life. Take the plunge and enter into his streams of living water. The spotless Son of God knows that your well may be deep, empty and dry, 
but there is no pit so deep that God cannot go deeper still. God is our provider. He draws out new things from the old and is no respecter of persons. So draw near to him today and he will draw near to you. God gave the nation of Israel bread out of heaven during the time of Moses. But today he speaks to us through his son, Jesus, the true bread who came down from God out of heaven. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, the house of bread, laid in a manger, a feeding trough, and he bids us to come and eat his body broken for us. He is the bread of life eternal. Feed upon the word of God. It builds a strong body in more than 12 ways. Thanks be to God, our Father, who gives us the true heavenly bread. Come to him, and you will never, ever be hungry or thirsty anymore at any time. In Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit, the Comforter in Grace. But he gives us more and more grace, power of the Holy Spirit, to meet this evil tendency and all others fully. That is why he says, God sets himself against the proud and haughty, but gives grace continually to the lowly, those who are humble-minded, enough to receive it. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 34, James chapter 4, verse 6. The curse of the Lord is in and on the house of the wicked. He scoffs at the scoffers and scorns the scorners. Shame is the highest rank conferred on self-confident fools. But he declares blessed, joyful, and favored with blessings, the home of the just and consistently righteous. He gives his undeserved favor to the low and rank, the humble and the afflicted, the wise shall inherit glory, all honor and good. Thank God Almighty for his grace, the power of his Holy Spirit being active within all believers everywhere to overcome the evil. Are you like unfaithful wives having illicit love affairs with the world and breaking your marriage vows to God? Being the world's friend is being an enemy to God. And if you choose to be a friend of the world, you take a stand as an enemy of God. The Spirit yearns over you with a jealous love, and He longs for you to choose wisely each and every day. He wants us to be subject to God, stand firm against the devil, Resist him, and he must flee from us. Recognize that we are sinners saved by grace. Realize that we have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests and spiritual adulterers. We need to repent, grieve, weep over our disloyalties, humble ourselves, feel very insignificant in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt us. He will lift us up and make our lives significant. Blessed are the meek. This is the very first scripture I ever remembered learning, and I recited it in a church play sometime in the early 1960s. The meek shall inherit the earth. Moses is spoken of as the meekest person who ever lived. So be certain that meekness is not weakness. Feeling weak and insignificant? The joy of the Lord is our strength, and as we submit ourselves to God's word, will, and way, he gives us the grace, his Holy Spirit power, the resurrection power of Jesus, his unmerited favor to meet any and all challenges before us fully because Jesus overcame the world. Pride comes before a fall and puffs us up. Vanity, vanity, all is vanity. 
Solomon expounded that we are like a balloon filling ourselves up with hot air until we burst into nothingness. Have you checked your ego lately? How's your self-esteem? Jesus came to earth meek and lowly, and we as believers are to follow in his example. We have the mind of Christ. What are you thinking? The Word of God exhorts us to let this mind, Christ's mind, be in you. Are you humble-minded, single-minded? You have to be in order to receive the things of God, and if you are then God through the ministry of His Holy Spirit gives His grace continually to you. He is not, nor will He ever, leave you comfortless. Every breath and every heartbeat is a gift from God to you every day. He gives more and more grace, power of the Holy Spirit, continually all day, every day to those who believe, are meek and lowly in spirit, and are humble-minded enough to receive it. Believest thou this? Receive his gift of grace today in Jesus' holy and precious name. Wisdom from the Liberal God Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17 the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. Mighty he will save and he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty, mighty, mighty. For the Lord gives skillful and godly wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6. If any of you is deficient in wisdom... Let him ask of the giving God, who gives to everyone liberally and ungrudgingly without reproaching or fault-finding, and it will be given him. James chapter 1, verse 5. Wisdom is not only a gift from God, but the Word of God tells us that Jesus is the wisdom of God. Receive his Word, treasure up his commandments within you, make your ear attentive to skillful and godly wisdom, incline your heart and mind to understanding, Apply all your powers to the quest for it. Cry out for insight. Raise your voice for understanding. Seek wisdom as silver. Search for skillful and godly wisdom as for hid treasure. Then you will understand the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of our omniscient God. He hides away sound and godly wisdom and stores it for the righteous, those who are upright and right standing with him. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly and in integrity, that he may guard the paths of justice. Yes, he preserves the way of his saints. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 9, Psalm 66, verses 8 and 9. Are you a saint of his? God is a giver of skills, wisdom, and from his mouth, the word of the Lord, come knowledge and understanding. 